it's giving me a second life. I mean, I, it's not even giving me, you know, giving me life back. It's giving me a whole new second life because I was, I just figured I was going to work till I, till I died. You know, I mean, I, I'd given up my, my, you know, the doctor said my knees are bone on bone and I couldn't, uh, I need a knee replacements and, you know, I weighed 475 and everything I'd ever tried, I, you know, always went back to my old ways. And so I just, I'd given up, man. And, you know, here I am four years later, I'm, I, I weigh 229 and I played football in high school my senior year at 237. So I weigh less today than I did as a senior in high school. I'm Pete McCall, and welcome to this episode of the All About Fitness Podcast. That voice you heard at the beginning is a guest for this episode, a returning guest, and really, this is such an inspirational story. I, I, I am super excited to have him back, Mr. Vance Hines. Vance was motivated to start a fitness journey by a podcast that he heard by the Joe Rogan Show. The Joe Rogan Show, they did Sober October back in 2017. And it motivated Vance to take to take some action steps. Vance took what he heard. He 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 heard the experience. There's something when you look at behavior change and behavior change theory. There's something called vicarious experiences. Vicarious experiences means that you see other people that that you associate you with that you relate to. If you and I are about the same age and we have the same demographic, and I see that you can do something. It gives me a little more motivation to say, hey, you know what? I can do that too. So, so Vance heard these comedians on the podcast talking about their experience, talking about their health change, and he made the decision, you know what? This time I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do it and I'm going to do it for real. And the results have been remarkable. Vance motivates me. I've been a personal trainer since the late 1990s. I've been a fitness educator since the early 2000s. This is what I do. It, it, it's my job. It's my career. It's everything. But I still get motivated by, by people like Vance. I get motivated and encouraged and, and I just get full on stoked by people that are able to make a change. Because in this conversation today, you're going to hear that it's possible. In this conversation today, you're going to hear how somebody completely changed his life doing just little action steps. And keep in mind, my definition of fitness is having the ability to do what you want to do when you want to do it. And I've shared recently in the episode before this, I talked a little bit about some of my journey, some of my experience. So after the interview, after this interview with Vance, I'm going to wrap up and I'm going to talk about what I'm doing. Recently, my doc, at my doctor's point, I found out I'd gained 10% of my body weight. I went from 200 to, a little, to 220. So I literally gained the COVID-19 and, and I didn't own a scale. So I'm going to talk a little bit about my action steps. And, and, and I always viewed myself as I'm fit, I'm strong, I can lift the weight I want to lift, I can, can ride my mountain bike, I can run around, I can keep up with my daughters. That to me is what I focus on. But, but seeing that I gained 10% of my body weight was a wake-up call. So I was so excited to have this conversation with Vance because now it's going to motivate me to do things a little bit better. And that's exactly why I wanted him on the podcast because I want him to motivate you as well. Now, a couple things real quick before we get into the interview. One is if you're looking for a great excuse for a vacation, I'm going to be at the Rancho La Puerta. That's Rancho La Puerta uh, Resort and Spa. It's in Tecate, Mexico. You can fly into San Diego. A bus will take you there. I'm there the week of September 18th, 2021. 
I'll be there going through my books, Smarter Workouts and Ageless Intensity, teaching pe- teaching you, if you're there, the science of how to use exercise to change your life. And more importantly, how to use exercise to manage the aging process. So that's number one. Number two, there'll be a link down below in the show notes for Ageless Intensity that's released in August. Talk to my publisher. It's going to printers right now. They'll be sending it out. If you get an early release, you'll get it before everybody else. So there'll be a link down below. Then number three, I have other content. I have courses available. I have eBooks available. All those links are down below in the show notes. And if you go to PeteMcCallFitness.com, if you go to my website, PeteMcCallFitness.com, and sign up for the mailing list, I'll send you a chapter from Smarter Workouts and keep you included in my emails about once a month of how to use exercise to enhance your quality of life. This is a phenomenal conversation. Like I said, Vance motivates me. I love seeing people who are able to take these action steps and change their life. And so what I wanted Vance to do was to share his story that maybe it can help you or maybe it can help you help somebody else in your life that needs to take these action steps. So here we are, a conversation with Vance Hines, the author of the 90-Day Workout Journal, and a guy who has had an incredible weight loss. If he can do it, so can you. It is a lot of fun to catch up with. And this is the second time we're talking, Vance, and it's a lot of fun to catch up with you. We'll speak with Vance Hines today. How you doing, Vance? I'm, I'm doing great. I'm doing great. You doing okay, Pete? Oh, man, I am doing wonderful. As I was saying uh, before I hit record, uh, my kids are just getting out of school. So it is, um, yeah, we're getting ready to transition to summertime activities. Now, I'm just going to jump right into it, Vance, because I know a little bit about your journey, and we'll, we'll talk about that as we go. But the one thing I want to ask you, when you started down this, when you started mm-hmm. down this, uh, this path, your weight loss journey back in 2017, did you have any idea that you'd end up writing a book about it? No, no, I'm, um, I had no idea. I mean, I, when I started, I didn't know what I, what I was getting into, where it would lead. I, all I knew is that I needed to, to make a change in my life. I needed to make a new commitment and, uh, I wasn't going to be here long if I didn't. And, and that was my mindset was just to um, figure out what would work, what I could do, you know. And, and see, I love that phrase of what you could do. And for listeners, Vance, we're recording this in June of, 20, of 2021. And you started mm-hmm. this journey in, in uh, the fall of 2017. What was it that motivated you to get started? And what was your start weight? What, what, what weight were you when you got going? My starting weight was 475 pounds, and what motivated me to get me going was uh, following Bert Chrysler's podcast and Joe Rogan and R.A. Shafir and Tom Segura, the four comedians, they did Sober October back in um, 2017, and then uh, got together, you know, they all had to stay sober a month, and and do 14 hot yoga sessions and they all made it. But after the, uh, the month they got together and had a podcast and they were giving Bert Kreischer a lot of crap, uh, you know, giving him a hard time. But finally at the end of that podcast, he bet, they bet him he couldn't do a half marathon. And, you know, two weeks later, I just happened to see Bert posting that he's finishing that half marathon. And, uh, you know, I'm, Bert was a big part of you and a big, or is a big part of you. And, you know, and, um, you know, I'm just thinking if this guy can do a half marathon on two, two weeks notice, shit, to, there's gotta be something out there I can do to, to lose weight. And so 
Um, I mean, I don't know. It was like a lot flitched and uh, switched in my mind, and and I just um, decided, you know, I'm gonna figure it out. I'm 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 gonna I'm gonna do it this time. And I think that's amazing. So, what is it now that we're recording this? It's almost four years since you started this journey. What's been your total amount of weight loss? Well, I weighed in uh, yes. Let's see, what is today? Thursday? I, uh, no, uh, today's Friday, and I weighed in Wednesday at two twenty-nine. So that makes my total weight loss four hundred and forty-six pounds. I mean, two hundred and forty-six pounds. Two hundred and forty-six pounds. That, that Vance. I mean, you basically you're half of what you were. Yeah, more than half. I'm more than half gone from this world. So, <laughs> well, actually, if you think about it, you, you're half gone. You're half gone, but but being half gone has kept you from being whole gone or all the way gone. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, man. It, it's given me a second life. I mean, I, it's not even giving me, you know, giving my life back. It's given me a whole new second life because I was. I just figured I was going to work till I, till I died. You know, I mean, I, I'd given up my, my, you know, the doctor said my knees are bone on bone and I couldn't, uh, I need a knee replacements and, you know, I weighed 475 and everything I'd ever tried, I, you know, always went back to my old ways. And so I just, I'd given up, man. And, you know, here I am four years later, I'm, uh, I weigh 229. And I played football in high school my senior year at 237. So I weigh less today than I did as a senior in high school. That That's pretty remarkable, Vance. And I think mm-hmm. one of the things I want to come back to, though, is you focus on what you could do. At 475 yes. pounds, and, and if you have knee issues and stuff, I know. I mean, I've, I'm so empathetic to people that start a journey in that condition. Mm-hmm. And over the years, I've met a lot of people in various fitness workshops I've taught that have had tremendous success. What was it? How did you get started? I mean, what did you do to get started? Because obviously you didn't just jump right out and start doing the hard, you you didn't do what Bert did and go out and run a half marathon. But what did you focus on when you started your journey? Well, I started with two principles. Um, Commit to yes and post everything online. I knew um, what what I had done in the past didn't work. And so I, I had to commit to yes to try new things to see what I could do. And then uh, I post everything online makes me accountable. And, um, you know, those two things have just blossomed into into an unbelievable journey. Um, uh, but, you know, my commitment to yes, like when, when I posted my 475 weigh-in online, I had a um, high school friend reached out to me I hadn't seen in 30 years and said, I want to start walking with you. I saw your video. I said, when you want to do it and um, and where, and I'll be there. You know, I, in the past, I'd always kind of poo-poo people off that tried to help me. But if, if someone offered something, I'd say yes, when, and where. And I, and I took that commitment to yes all the way through the journey. It had me walking. It had me trying Camp Gladiator, body pump, had me swimming, had me uh, doing aqua aerobics, you know, I just kept saying yes, yes, yes to try different things. And finally it brought me to DDP yoga. And, uh, you know, the, um, the main part is that, um, there's only, you know, because of my knees, there's only certain things I could do. I had to find things that, that physically I could do. And, um, 
that that was just the, the big part. I don't know if I'd have found these things if I hadn't been saying yes, you know, and, and committing to yes. So. And how that with that mindset, Vance, would that, mm-hmm. how did that spill over to other areas of your life? Because I know we're, we're talking, because I, I think a lot of people don't realize, well, the reason why I'm asking this, I think a lot of people think, oh, just exercise, that's, that's very superficial, it's just how you look. But I don't think a lot of people out there realize that, that, exercise the commitment it takes to stay to stay focused on fitness allows you to do other things or gives you the mental fortitude to do other things so saying yes to your fitness journey how did that affect other aspects of your life not huge (laughs) huge but the you know i I think it's really two parts it's the discipline part of the discipline and uh, and the second thing is just having the ability and the energy to do things. And so, I mean, everything in my life changed. Um, um, you know, used to, I'd, I'd have to worry about, did they have a bench for me to sit down? Were there steps to, to walk on? You know, I, could I get in and out of the place? Could I, um, you know, could I fit in the airplane chair or a seat or whatever? You know, I had a, all these anxieties and fears and, and issues that um, that I had to grapple with, uh, even to go into a simple event or uh, get to get get out and go in public. Uh, and, uh, you know, did they have chairs I could sit on? But once I started losing weight and started uh, increasing my, my fitness level and increasing my flexibility, I began to do more and more things, not just physically, but I mean, in, at work, uh, personally with the family, taking trips, I, I, um, you know, it's just, it's just changed my life. You know, used to, I had, I canceled stuff because I did, couldn't do it physically. But now if somebody wants to do something, I say, yes. I mean, it doesn't matter what it is. I know I can do it. Now, did you ever think that you would be doing yoga? What, what, what was your mindset? What, what, what kind of got you started doing yoga and how has that affected, how, how has that played an important role in your journey? But, you know, I, I've always kind of liked yoga. So it, 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 um, you know, I've tried it off and on over the years, but, but I couldn't stick with it because of my weight and, you know, it, because of what level I was starting at, but, but DDP reached out to me through Twitter and um, and I didn't know who he was, Diamond Dallas Page uh, and he his his version of the DDPY or DDP yoga, but um, but he teaches yoga at such a basic level that I mean if you're bedridden, he's got exercises for you to do in bed and to get your strength up to uh, start to sit up and then he's got exercises on, on standing up and exercises from uh, with a chair to try to get down on the mat and so he, he takes it and breaks it down step by step that anybody at whatever exertional level can do it it's just an unbelievable program and it's it's a it's a positive community and uh, you know just being part of the the DDP yoga community has has um you know, it's 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 most of what helped me stay on and lose this weight because his diet plans, his um, 
his yoga, his DDP yoga uh, exercises. You know, we, I do it at least six days a week now. I do DDP yoga six days a week now. And, you know, it gives me the ability to do everything else that I want to do. Well, I love you post. I mean, for listeners, and I'll have your I'll have your your social media handles down below, mm-hmm. Vance. I love, I absolutely love your post, dude. I don't know at what yeah. point I started following you on your journey, <laughs> but one of the things that that I can attest to is you are very consistent at posting. You're very transparent about your experience and your journey. And one of the things I love is when you post the time lapses of you and your wife doing the DDP, doing the yoga plans. And, and for listeners, uh, Diamond Dallas Page, I remember him from being a young kid liking um, the WWF way back in the 80s. Mm-hmm. It's, it's now the WWE. But he's somebody, I think he's got to be in his 60s now. And he's really... 65. If you think about how beat up these wrestlers are, and I don't care what you say about whether or not it's whatever, the competition may or may not be scripted. I mean, it is. It's it's entertainment. Those mm-hmm. Those men and women that do that beat the heck out of their bodies and I have all the world to respect for their love of athleticism. And when you see, and, and to think about somebody like DDP, who went from being this very like aggro, you know, what we tend to think of as macho guy, mm-hmm. and, and to transition into kind of being a yoga, a proponent of yoga, I think it just it shows what the ability is. And so what other types of exercises do you do? I mean, I know you have a home workout facility, but you do, you do yoga, but what are the type of things you do, Vance? Well, right now we're doing uh, basically most of the stuff at home, um, you know, since the uh, pandemic. But but I'm doing the DDP yoga six times a week, and then we're lifting five days a week. Um, and we, you know, we we've got um, we've got a, a little go to gym um, standard um, barbell, I mean, um, um, weightlifting set. And we do some arms three days a week and we do legs twice a week. Um, you know, I do a lot of some of the exercises I got out of your book. So the one yeah, the, um, the back here, the science of the science of exercise. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. What's the name of the book? Uh, smarter workouts. Yeah. Smarter workouts. Smarter workouts. Yeah. And, and, and that means a lot to me, Vance, to hear that you're able to, to use that for that type of information and what, like, what was it about this time? What, what was different this time? You said you started and stopped before, and and obviously gaining that much weight, getting more than four hundred pounds, doesn't happen overnight. But what was it? You talk about flipping the switch, and I'm always interested to hear this. Like, what mm-hmm. was it that said this time, it's going to be different? You know, I I don't I don't know what. Um... I mean, honestly, I, I don't know why it's different, but I just know it is. It's it's like um, I know this time that I'll do anything, anything it takes to get you know to to stay healthy. And um, uh, you know, before if I had a setback or a failure or I let myself slip, you know, then I just said, "Oh, I knew it was coming," you know, and kind of accepted it um, and get, went back to my old life. But this time, I uh, uh, I, I don't have that doubt or that lingering feeling in the back of my mind. I know that I'm going to keep doing this. I mean, I've, I've been given a chance here and, and you know, that uh, I've been given a chance to help others and inspire other people to do the same thing. And, um, you know, I just, 
I don't want to screw that up either. I don't, I don't, I don't want to, uh, you know, there's accountability when people are following you and, and uh, listening to you and um, uh, you know, uh, there's an accountability there. So I, I, uh, I really want to help other people now, Pete. I really want to, um, you know, I started a, um, a, um, a website and podcast. I haven't got it up and running yet. It's just, it's, it's still under construction, but it's called the one K ton uh, project and one take one, one K ton go. And what it, what it is, is a guy, um, I always forget his name, but it's a, a, a am business or something out of Ohio. Frank, a Frank Aiken, I think is his name, but he came up with the idea, but um, he's a marketing guy, but, my goal is to help 10,000 people lose 200 pounds. Mm. And so I would hope, I, I hope to inspire 10,000 people to lose, t- to lose 200 pounds. You know, most of the people that need to lose that kind of weight are kind of outside the normal exercise fitness bubble. And, um, they've given up. They've, um, um, you know, they, they don't think that they can change, but I, I want to, tell them that they can, you know, I've kept 246 pounds off now for what, uh, four years, uh, three and a half, four years. So they can make a difference. They can change and they can have a different life. But the, but the one K ton comes from if we're if I'm successful in inspiring 10,000 10, people to lose 200 pounds, that means that 2 million pounds would be removed from this planet. So another way of saying 2 million is a thousand tons. (laughs) So it's a 1K ton. But I love that, man. And I'm just thinking about all that. Because look, at the the end of the day, body fat is energy. When when people eat a food, and I don't think people, you know, this is the way I try to look at it. It's very simple. When we eat food, we are storing energy in the body. And and you have two choices, right? You can either store the energy and you accumulate energy or you go out and you're active and you expend the energy that you take in. I mean, it's not as simple as that because it also depends on a lot of what you eat. I recently yeah. interviewed a woman who talks about, she studies processed food addiction and how a lot of these foods are chemically engineered to make us addicted to them. High sugar, high high fat, high cholesterol, which is bad for our health. What, what happened, talk about your diet a little bit. I mean, because now one of the things I love, Vance, and, and I, I think I've told you this before, is there some days where I might be thinking about, oh, maybe I'll get a burger or maybe I'll do this. And gosh dang it, man, you post a picture of what you're eating. You have, you have your quinoa, your avocado. And I'm like, oh, man. And this is how it works, right? This is how it works. I see what you're doing. I see the success that you're having. And my thought is, you know what? If Vance is having his quinoa, his avocado, and whatever, then I, I mean this 100%. It, it motivates me to make a little bit healthier decision when the next meal I have. So talk a little bit about your, your journey in nutrition and did you get started with DDP and then what happened and how have you been able to sustain that? Yeah, I mean, it's my, my nutrition is, is basically uh, derived out of DDP's nutrition plan. Um, I started low carb because that's what I've always done my whole life. But then after DDP took me in, he switched me over to his deal, which is uh, gluten and dairy free um organic if possible non-gmo and um um that's basically it i mean i eat 
six to eight ounces of protein for lunch and dinner, plus veggies. And then breakfast, I used to have a couple of eggs and an avocado and some tomatoes. But, you know, the, the, the ideal is to, it's like that other lady was saying, is to stay away from, the more processed it is, stay, stay farther away from it. You know, try to eat food in its most natural form. And, um, you know, but, but I've added additional one because I, I think my body is as insulin resistant is, and that if I eat any carbs in a significant amount, I mean, I'm just going to crave them later. I'm just, and I won't be able to control that hunger. It's, uh, it's unbelievable. So if I, I try to stick to six to eight ounces of protein plus uh, green veggies, you know, um, uh, anything but starchy, veg, you know, say I don't eat potatoes or, um, uh, uh, you know, obviously pasta bread, any of that kind of stuff. But I just, I just try to stick with, with healthy vegetables and, and protein. And that's basically my diet. Um, you know, sometimes when I'm counting macros, I try to keep it 1500, 2000 calories a day. Uh, I try to keep my natural sugars to around 30 and I try to keep my starches to around four and uh, and my sodium to around 1500. Um, so I, I try to keep the carbohydrates down, the, uh, the um, sodium and the, and and, it, um, and that's basically it but and the calories down but the, and that's when I, if I can stick with that I, I lose weight pretty consistently. And see, that's pretty amazing. And have you learned how to, because I think one of the things, and I fall into this trap, Vance, is that sometimes like, oh, you know, I'm active, I'm, I'm exercising, you know, I'm doing this, I'm doing that. Yeah, I can have, I mean, you're in Texas, so I'll talk about one of my weaknesses sometimes is barbecue, you know, going up, getting barbecue ribs or something like that. And mm -hmm. and that can be, be a weakness. When you start eating this way, when you start really paying attention to it, do you notice, do you feel the difference if you slip and have maybe a meal that's a little bit off your regular plan? And how, how does that make you feel if you get away from your, like you are just, you shared before we started that you're out in Florida visiting some friends. Were you able to eat healthy or did you get off your diet a little bit? And how does that make you feel when you kind of get off track a little bit? You know, I'm, I, I, I think this is the first time I can, I, can, I can say this, is that I stuck to my plan the whole trip. I've never gone out of town and stuck to my eating plan the whole trip. And I ended up losing two pounds by spending four days in Florida with the college fraternity brothers. So, um, you know, that, but that's the first time. Every other time I've gone out of town, I end up, I kind of fall back into vacation mode. And I, I start eating salty nuts and I start eating um, chips salted, salted chips and I, it just I, it goes I go down the damn um, uh, rabbit hole and and spiral down to where um, I put a, a you know I, I can put 10 to 14 pounds on uh, in a in in a trip just uh, water weight it comes off pretty quick but I mean I'm bloated and, and feel terrible the question was how do I feel I feel terrible I mean I it, it it feels good when I'm eating it because I'm I'm um, feeding an addiction, um, you know, and I hadn't had it for a while. But then immediately I start having, uh, you know, um, um, problems with my intestines and 
it's uh, it just tears me up inside and, and um, it makes me feel horrible, man. And and but I, I get into a yo-yo. I get to craving that stuff. Then if if I don't eat it, I don't crave it. But if I eat it, I mean, I crave it. And um, um, so it's every one of those damn trips I've done in the past. Then it took me a, two or three weeks to get back on diet. Plus, I had to lose the weight I gained again, and I'm backtracking. Nobody likes to do that. So it's, um, and I feel guilty because I quit, you know, I cheated. And so, and I, and I wasn't disciplined. And so it's, 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 it's overall, it's not a good feeling overall. And, you know, I'm, uh, but I, I really think it's something, I mean, obviously we're all going to slip and we're all going to have those times, but my goal is to, limit them to as many, as little as I can and as few as I can and to get back on track as soon as I can. See, that that's the key right there, right, is it's acknowledging. I think to your to your earlier point is, and, and I go through this too, right, is you, you do well for a while and then whatever, whether you go out of town, something happens, maybe a celebration, and you get off your normal eating plan. And I like to say eating plan or, or kind of approach as opposed to diet. Right. I mean, because uh-huh. normally your, your, your plan is to eat healthy and you're like, well, if I had that, then I'm going to have this. And well, since I had this and that, then I'm going to do this. And then you kind of start feeling bad about it. I mean, and, and this what what it, you know, I just I'm just going to record a podcast about this. Right. I have recorded a podcast. The one previous to this, Vance, I went in for my checkup uh, a couple weeks ago in, in uh, early, early June. And the last my last checkup I had was in January of 2020, right before everything shut down. And one of the things I really try to do now that I'm in my 40s um, is I try to get my checkup every year. I want to get my physical every year because the best way to keep things from going wrong is to be preventative. But before the last checkup, I, I was I had crashed down below a little bit less than 200 pounds just because I was going to do a photo shoot and, and do some other stuff. And so I want to kind of cut weight a little bit. But normally I try to be, my goal is to be somewhere around 205, 210. That's what I weigh when I play competitive rugby. Vance, I went to the doctors the other week. I was at 220. So I gained, <laughs> I literally gained and, and the COVID-19 and, and I didn't own a scale. And, and you know, one of the things I want to, I, I want to be able to share this with you because I, everybody goes through this journey and, and I deal with it. And, my, and I didn't own a scale because personally, my approach has always been, and I shared it earlier, I exercise a lot. I'm active every day. And so I don't always pay attention to what I eat. I sometimes, I, I eat stuff I know I shouldn't eat. I have a sweet tooth. And just like you said, man, it's like, if I start having a little bit of sugar, I'm for listeners, I'm smacking my vein. If I have yeah. a little bit of sugar, man, it's like a heroin addict on, on drugs. But that's what Dr. Iflin, Dr. Joan Iflin, is who I interviewed recently about the processed food. And, and those sugars will attack the brain just like drugs do. It, it gets the same chemicals in there. So now I, I finally, and I share, because what I'm going to do is start posting some of the stuff. I'm going to take a page from your book, Vance, is I bought a scale and I'm getting ready to start doing some posting about, hey, here's where I am. I got got away from it. You know, I thought I, I'm fit, I'm active, but I'm like, I didn't realize I'd put on that much weight. Not that I really care about it, but I'm like, I can't, I can't, I can't be doing a podcast about fitness. <laughs> I can't be, I can't be writing books about fitness and come out and be the pudgy guy in the room. You know, I don't mind being thick. I mean, I've always I've always been a thicker guy, but there's a difference with look, to the difference between 200 and 220 is 10% of my body weight. And it wasn't like a good it wasn't a good 10%. <laughs> put it that way. Um, 
So what I want to share, what I want well, to That's that accountability. You start putting it online, that's that accountability, man. Well, that's exactly what I'm going to do it because I've seen it work so well for you. Now, on yeah. that note, did you think when you started doing that, because now you have a pretty big following and you've gotten some notoriety. And if, if somebody does a search for Vance Hines weight loss, you've been featured in a lot of publications about your success. Is that anything that did you even think that was going to happen when you started no. on this journey? Shit, I'm no. I've always been the fat guy, man. I've always, you know, since uh, since college, I've always been uh, the fat guy. So it's um, it's just unbelievable. It's um, it, you know, that's when I wrote that book, the ninety day journal for with a workout ninety day workout journal for men. I I told my friends that book's just dripping with irony, you know, uh, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but it's, uh, no, I, shit, I, I, you know, Peter, I never thought any of this would happen and, and I'm blessed and, uh, you know, and I'm, I'm hoping to use it to help others do it. Cause you know, one thing when that, um, that video that's on the DDP yoga YouTube page went viral, uh, people from all over the world have reached out to me. I mean, just, I, I can't tell you how many people that that talk about how you know how heavy they are and that they've given up and that they need to lose two three hundred pounds you know and um, it's it's just it's just unbelievable the, the amount of people out there that are, that are needing help and and needing um, uh, a spark and just and just need to know that they can do it you know that 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 there's hope out there and that's that's and, that, and that's what I'm, I'm hoping to get my journey out to them and to show them that it can be done. But, but to answer the question is, hell no, I never dreamed any of this stuff would happen. Yeah. Well, I was about to ask, because last week, wasn't it just last week I saw on Twitter somebody reached out to you? How often does that happen, Vance, when somebody reaches out via Twitter or, or starts sharing? It, how often does somebody start sharing their journey when they start their journey? And, and how does that feel to, to become, I mean, look, dude, for lack of a better term, you're a social media influencer. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it happens daily. It happens daily. It happens. Absolutely. It ha I mean, um, it's, it's just unbelievable. I, 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 I try to speak with as many of them as I can. And, uh, but it's, um, you know, it's, the, uh, the video has gone viral all over the world. I get people reaching out to me from, uh, countries all over the world. It's it's just it's just unbelievable. That's pretty crazy. And and fitness is booming all over the world, Vance. I mean, I, I I'm fortunate that in the before times, before COVID, I did a lot of international travel, and I'm getting ready to. Um, I've been speaking with. I'm I'm wearing my Nautilus shirt right now, but I'm getting ready to speak. I'm speaking with Nautilus about getting ready to go back out and uh, do international travel later in the year because so many different countries. One of the side effects about exporting American jobs is as people as people's incomes have come up in places like China, India, Southeast Asia, the Philippines, as incomes have gone up, people have been adopt people have been eating more fast food and they've been adopting more of the American lifestyle. So you're now in these countries that never had a health problem before. They're now dealing with obesity. They're now dealing with diabetes. So without even knowing it, I mean, not you're no longer you know motivating people down the street. You're motivating people. And, and where's where's the furthest person? Where where's the place? The one place where somebody reached out to you from? Like, how the heck did you find out about me? You know, I I I don't even know. I mean, Russia, um, the Middle East, Egypt. You know, um, 
South America. For some reason, uh, I, I get a lot of people from Brazil and um, Venezuela down in that area. Um, I get a lot of people from Italy. Um, I don't know why, um, but uh, but there's a you know there's I get a lot of people all over the world. It's just it's I, I can't I, I don't know offhand who the, you know there was um, there was one kid that reached out to me. And it was just heartbreaking, you know, and uh, I mean, kids reach out to me sometimes and I'm always nervous how to respond to a kid. Uh, but uh, it's just uh, it's just amazing, man. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm hoping that I can I can help some of these people. Well, let's talk with on that note. Let's talk about your 90 day workout journal for men. What what was it? I mean, what about this, Vance? Did you get what, what kind of got the bug in your ear? Here you are, you're an attorney, you, you have your daily life, you have your job, mm-hmm. you, you start down this path of changing your life, you become an influencer, and now you're an author. So what, what prompted you to write the 90-day workout journal, and what do people, what can people expect uh, if they pick it up? Well, it's, um, what prompted me was, um, I, they, that Kalista Media Group actually, actually reached out to me, they saw my story and thought I might be a good fit for their book. This is a, a book that they, what they do is they kind of monitor the internet and look for searches that, um, you know, um, where they might can, uh, find, might can make a, uh, some money. And then they hire an acquisition editor to go find the, per, the, the best person to, to write the book. And so an acquisition editor reached out to me and then I had to turn in some writings. I was competing against some other people, uh, a couple of chiropractors and someone else who lost a bunch of weight. And then they ended up choosing me over the process. And so, so I was able, able to write the book for them. And, uh, you know, the, the book, it, it, it was, it was a lot of their outline, but what, what they're striving for is a, uh, a journal where you can record all of your daily activities for 90 days and something that will help you, you know, uh, provoke you or, or motivate you to try to get you going and get you and get you uh, improving your life. What it is. I mean, it's, it's kind of designed for everybody, men, man or women, but for some reason they wanted the title to be the workout journal for men, but it's not gender specific as far as I'm concerned. But the what what you're going to have in there is is, is there's going to be places. It's going to be a journal where you you fill in daily, and and it's going to be mostly just you recording stuff with me, giving you prompts along the way, giving uh, uh, busting some um, fitness myths or um, uh, explaining a little bit about my journey and that kind of things. And so it's um, you know it it it's more of a, a journal. For, to, to help you get 90 days into a, a, your own fitness and, and your own transformation, you know? So it's, it's, uh, it's just a way, if you're looking for a way to start, that book will help you get started and get, help you get 90 days in. Well, why is 90 days so important? And what's so important about, about the, ride, the writing process, about the daily, the daily writing process? Why, why is that so important? Well, um, the first the first question was why is ninety days so important? So, you know, there's 
there's some studies where they talk about how long something takes to become a habit. And, uh, uh, you know, the the one study that that I think I talked about in the book that uh, they said on average it took 64 days to become a habit. And so 90 days kind of, if you can commit to it for 90 days and get, get that used to in your lifestyle, then um, hopefully that'll become a habit that you just do every day, you know? And so 90 days is just kind of the, the window that to, to, for you to try it and see if you can stick with it and go for it um, and hopefully become a habit in your life. Uh, let's see, the second part of the question was, I forgot what the second part of the question was. Well, I think it was about, about the writing process. Why, why? Oh, yeah, the writing, why it's important. Yeah, it's accountability. See, you know, my writing process is posting everything online. I mean, that's my journal is I post everything online. And, it, and But, you know, a lot of people don't like to open their lives up like I have and, 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 uh, uh, and be that uh, public with their lives. And so... This is, gives you a plenty chance to write it down. It keeps you accountable. I mean, you you, you can go back and see what you did, um, what your thought process was, um, how it turned out. You know, there's a grading scale in there. But that writing makes you accountable, and it gives you a record to where you can go back and see where you started and where you ended up. You know, there's places in there for measurements. There's places in there for weights. There's, I mean, it, 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 it gives you a um, recording of those 90 days. And so you can see how you did, you can see what worked, you can change it, you can manipulate it, you can do whatever you want, but you'll have that hard data there in front of you if you ever want to go back and look at it uh, to see what you did and how well you did it and what worked. Well, as you say that, Vance, I'm kind of thinking, I mean, your formal training is you're an attorney and you've been an attorney for, for a long time. And what's the correlation? I mean, how does this, where am I going with this question? Like, does this make sense? Because as an attorney, you got to do the research and you have to look at your notes in, in, in order to find a pattern, right? When you're, when you, if you're working a case in criminal law, you're looking for certain patterns and you're trying to, you have to show evidence, you have to show factual evidence that an event either occurred or did not occur. Does writing things down in a journal like that, does taking that evidence of your daily journey does that help with the, in your experience, did writing, writing stuff online and social media, did that help you kind of make it more real as opposed to just something that was out there? Did, did, does the fact of writing it down provide that evidence that, yes, this is really occurring? Absolutely. Absolutely. It, you know, it, may, it makes it real, makes it um, concrete. It, it, it saves it for posterity and it, and it gives you... Um, you know, the, the, the basic framework on how to move forward from there and, and, and what to change. Um, you know, the, my dogs, yeah, my dogs are going to start barking. Yeah, but the, uh, my wife came home for lunch. So, uh. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, you know, I, um, I've always enjoyed doing research and, and learning new things, but I, I really think the, um, I, I really look at it like a, a, a problem, like just uh, any other problem I've got to solve in my life. You know, I got to, 
I, you know, I'm not a scientist, but basically use the uh, scientific method. I got to, I got to, I got to make a guess on what I think is going to work for me. And then I got to try it. And if it doesn't work, I've got to shift, change it a little bit and, and then do something that works. And I can tell you that, you know, my, my food and my exercise and everything is just has changed and evolved throughout this whole process. And, um, the, um, you, I think you, I really think your body also gets used to doing things. And so you have to change it sometime to shock it or get it going again and or to try to get the weight loss going again. But, um, you know, so it's, it, it's, it's a, the, the whole thing's it's a process. It's not a, uh, there's no single cut rule. There's no magic pill. There's just, um, you know, it, it's just a problem that every day when I wake up, I've got to today try to do uh, what's best for my weight loss plans and to obtain my goal. Do you hear that? No, you barely hear a thing. This is a new Accelerate percussion massage gun by Nimble. I've been using this for the past few weeks and absolutely love it. First, as you can tell, it's not that noisy. If you've ever been in the gym and wondered who the heck is using an air hammer only to find out it's one of those massage guns, you know how loud they can be. This one is super quiet, which means you can use it around other members of your family when they're asleep, either late at night or early in the morning. I saw the first one of these back in 2007 and the cost was more than $2,000 and the prices come down substantially. The way a massage gun works is it activates the muscle spindles and the Golgi tendon organs in your muscle tissue to help relieve tension. There's some great research out there. I've read it. Trust me, I am loving this massage gun. And if you love to exercise, if you love to work out, if you love to push yourself and you want good sources of recovery so you can get back to that next workout, I highly, highly recommend the Accelerate Massage Gun by Nimble. There'll be a link down below in the show notes. Because you're, you listen to All About Fitness, because you're an All About Fitness listener, use code AAF20. That's AAF20 to save 20% on the purchase of an Accelerate Nimble Percussion Massage Gun of your own. If you're looking for a great source of recovery, I highly recommend it. Information is down below in the show notes. Let's get back to the interview. And see, that's a great approach. Now, to wrap it up, Vance, because I, I don't want to keep you from uh, from lunch with Mary there. Um, but to wrap it up, like, what's next? Because one of the things, and we didn't really go into this, but you've done, you've been training for triathlons. You've been training for these events. And, and obviously, over the last, in 2020 or whatnot, that's, I'm kind of, I don't know about you, I'm kind of at the point, of like, all right, we don't need to mention that anymore. It's like looking ahead. But looking ahead to what's next, looking ahead to kind of what, what activities are you looking forward to doing? What activities are you, are you looking forward to saying yes to? What's kind of what's on the radar for you uh, for your journey? I mean, to, to be able to go on a trip like that, especially with your fraternity brothers and stay on your plan, I, I want to say is remarkable and commend you on that. But what's next in your journey? Well, right now, I'm really trying to get under 200. Um, you know, I, I can't remember the, the the last weight I really remember weighing was 212 my junior year in high school mm. and uh, I want to get under 200 and um, you know I've been telling people I want to get down to 170 because that's when I'm 510 that's when that's when I'm supposed to be normal body uh, body mass BMI body mass so I I don't know if I'll ever get there but I I definitely I'm I'm definitely going under 200 
I mean, that's that's a big goal of mine. Um, I've written a book. Uh, well, I've written about uh, forty nine thousand words of a, of a of a book. It's kind of my memoir and thoughts on weight loss and fitness. And so I'm hoping to get that published or, or self published. Um, I'd like to do some um, motivational speaking, that kind of thing. I, I would like to see if I can I can get into some, you know, um, speaking to inspire others. But physically, you know, that one year I did 20 triathlons and, and it just killed my knees. I don't know if I'm going to be doing triathlons anymore. It's the, the, the walking and running just killed my knees. But uh, I really like swimming. Uh, I'm, I'm hoping to keep swimming um, now that things are opening up and it's summer. I'm hoping to get back and swimming. And, uh, and I like bike riding, too. Um, it's pretty easy on the knees, so that I, but I don't have any big uh, contests. The longest bike ride I did was a 100-mile, hotter than hell, 100-mile bike ride <laughs> back in August of 19. Man, that thing, it was horrible, man. And uh, if you did uh, in Texas, you did you did a hundred mile bike ride in, in Texas in August, Vance. That's in August. It's, <laughs> it's called the Hotter Than Hell Hundred. Oh, that's the formal name. Oh, okay. I yes. thought I thought you were just saying mm-hmm. it was hot. No, no, that's the name of it. That's the name of it. And uh, and that was the last time it was done because COVID hit. Yeah, and I can I can tell you a bit of brief trivia is that right you're talking to the last man to ever finish the hotter than hell hundred right now, yeah, because yeah. I was absolutely last in that event in 19 and then they didn't have it in 2020. So yeah, I'm the last, you know, I'm the last man to ever finish, you know, they were picking up the, the uh, uh, stations behind me. Yeah. And, and uh, so uh, you, you, you're talking to the absolute last man to do it. But, but let's, let's, let's be serious. You finished it. You did a hundred mile bike ride and, and you finished it. And, and to your point, swimming and bike, I mean, I'm dealing with arthritis in my right knee right now, and I, I probably will be for, 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 the, for an extended period of time, but swimming and biking are much better on the knees. I mean, for, for the type of activity, I mean, if, if people, because again, you look to what you can do, right? I mean, that's been your yes. mindset throughout this process. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and let me give you an example of what I'm able to do now. The... Um, uh, at this retreat last weekend, we were in the Gulf Coast and um, I went to the beach and I said, I'm going to go for a swim. And I swam directly out away from the beach. Uh, I swam out about, I don't know, I swam out for about 20, 25, 30 minutes and then looked around and then came back and swam back in. Wow. And then there was, there was a guy up there, the guy that owned the house. He was a swimmer in college, and so we did it the next day again. We went out the second day, and he went with me, and we went out and, and did it again. We swam out about 20, 25, 30 minutes, and then swam back. And, uh, you know, you you just know physically you can do it, and, there, and there's, no, there's no concerns about whether or not you're able to do it anymore. It's just that, you know, the only thing that concerns me is, is my knee's going to let me do it. Because I know my heart and my uh, the rest of my body, I know I can do it. That, how, what, and see, that that's my definition of fitness, Vance, is having the ability to do what you want to do when you want to do it. Mm-hmm. And being able to swim for that amount of time is remarkable. I mean, 
that it's funny you say that because my daughter, my 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 older daughter, has been training to. She wants to, for junior lifeguards here in San Diego County. You have to try out for it, and we've been trying to work on her on her treading water. And I had a love hate relationship with swim team. I did it for a few years, and it wasn't my favorite thing, but I did enjoy uh, backstroke. I was actually pretty decent in backstroke. And it's been fun getting in the water with her because I haven't swam in years. And it's been a lot of fun. I'm sitting here thinking, I need to take a couple lessons because I live by the ocean. I gotta be, <laughs> I look at it as gotta be able to swim. And, and so yeah. sharing that is gonna, I mean, all this, that's, that's how we share with each other, right? We, we share our experiences and it kind of gives us a little kick in the butt. Now, final question, Vance, with your health, if you don't mind me asking, with your health, how much has your health improved? I mean, obviously, you're, you're half of what you used to be weight-wise, body weight-wise. But in terms of when you go in for your checkup and you check with your doctor, what what type of health improvements have you seen that, that you feel comfortable sharing? Yeah, I mean, it's um, it's 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 changed a lot. I mean, I've gotten off a lot of the medicines, a lot of the blood pressure medicines. I, I'm still on one, but I'm, but most of them, I think I was I was taking three blood pressure, three or four blood pressure medicines. I was taking a, um, a diuretic. I got off that. Um, I mean, I was, I was taking quite a few. It, 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 I'm taking, I've, I've gotten off most of the medicine. I still take some. Um, but, you know, my blood work and everything's just almost perfect, you know, and, and, and she did it. They don't ever have any complaints with me anymore, and the doctors are always happy to see me, and, and I'm usually way less than I did before. So I, uh, you know, it's just it's just amazing. I mean, you, you're talking to a guy that couldn't wipe his ass, couldn't reach his ass to wipe it, and uh, didn't think he was going, didn't know if he was going to live it another week, month, a year, ten years. He had no, I had no idea. To a guy that's doing everything that I'm doing now. And it's just, it's just unbelievable. Well, thank you, man. I, I appreciate it. And it's the 90 day workout journal for Vance Hines. And, and I, I love, I love your story, Vance. I, I love you. I love what you've been able to do because if you've done, if you did it, man, I mean, that's the thing, right? Is there's, it's, it can be so easy to stop and quit and say, ah, oh, it's not going to work for me. It's not going to work for me, but you're not a movie star. You don't have a team of people, personal chefs working for you. You, you didn't have an unlimited amount of resources to spend on personal trainers. You're just a dude in Texas who one day woke up and said, I'm going to do things different. And I love that story. And it shows that anything is possible, man. I, I appreciate that. How can people find out more about you? How can people get the book? And, and if they want to follow you, I mean, I, like I said, your social media feed motivates me. So how can you, how can you help others? And how will they find you via social media? Yeah, I'm on um, I'm on YouTube, Vance Hines, or or and um, uh, but I'm on um, Facebook. It's Vance Wade Hines. I'm on Instagram. It's Vance underscore Hines, and I'm on Twitter. I think it's Vance underscore Hines. I think, and I'm on TikTok. I, I, I'm trying to get a TikTok. <laughs> I think it's Vance Wade Hines on TikTok. So I, I'm on. Doing, are you we see you doing, doing little Vance dance videos yeah. on TikTok? And yeah, you may play a little dance. <laughs> you, you may, you may do it. You know, if, if it gets me followers, I'll do it. But but, but 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 back to your point, I, I mean, you can get the book on Amazon. But I mean, if if I can do it, anybody can do it. 
it, 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 there's no doubt in my mind if I can do it, you know, because cause shit, I've got the most addictive personality of anybody, you know. When I was drinking, I was drinking every day. And when I'm eating, I was eating, you know. And, you know, if I can, if I can do it, anyone can do it. I'm going to leave it there, man. So Vance Hines, it's a 90-day workout journal. Hey, man, I really I appreciate you. I appreciate what you've done. And uh, for listeners, this is somebody, it, it, just an example of what's possible. So appreciate your time, Vance. Thank you for it, and thank you for everything you've doing. Okay, thank you. Thank you for doing God's work, man. That really is so powerful. And if you want to see the conversation as well as hear it, it is on the YouTube channel or will be on the YouTube channel shortly. I'm still not, I don't have the workflow kind of 100% dialed in on when I get stuff uh, from, I get the audio up and then it might take an extra couple days to get the YouTube, uh, the video up. But you can see the conversation as well or listen to it in the background on YouTube while, while you work. That's how I find that I'm doing more and more um, podcasting myself. I'll listen to podcast episodes on YouTube. But this is, when you look at behavior change theory, and one of the things that as an educator that works in fitness, one of the things I do a lot of reading on is behavior change theory. And everything that Vance has done is right out of the base basic behavior change theory textbook. Number one, you have the, the stages of change. You have pre-contemplation, contemplation, preparation, action, maintenance. And one of the big things that, that happens a lot of times is people fall off. I mean, this is that's what happened with me in my journey. And, and you heard Vance talk about it with his experience. And we've all probably done it. We've all probably had, we've all gone through periods where our nutrition is dialed in, our activity is dialed in, all the things are dialed in. And then you might take a couple days off. You might have a birthday party. You might have a couple things in a row where you get off your normal diet. And yeah, I don't normally eat pizza, but I'm have a slice here. And well, you know, I kind of, that's okay. I've been working out. I'm good. And I had pizza last night, but yeah, I'll have a, I'm, at, I'm somewhere where I have donut, where there are donuts. And I might have a donut here, or I'm at a birthday party. I might have an extra piece of cake there. I mean, that's easy to happen. I mean, we all do it. And that's, hey, look, that's, that's how I went from 200 to 220 is not really paying attention to that and thinking I'm active. I'm fit. I can move well. I'm, I'm strong. I don't really pay that close attention to what I eat. I try to eat relatively healthy. I admit that, right? I'm relatively healthy. And I always talk about with, with nutrition, you want to try to be a good B student where you're eating right 85% of the time. And to be honest with you, my audience, to, to be 100% transparent, probably in the last year during COVID, I was probably a C high D student. You know, I did go through a period of stress eating. I did go through a period where I was making uh, apple crumbles or or blueberry cobbler. Or I got into, I love the the cinnamon and, and whatever topping on that stuff. And I went through a little baking phase during quarantine and and just, it got easy, right? And and a lot of takeout food and, and, and just kind of getting off track of it. And I knew I'd gained a couple pounds, but I didn't realize I'd gained 20. So action steps. I want to not talk about the problem. I want to talk about the solution. So what's the solution? Number one, cleaning up my diet. Stop eating the crap I know I shouldn't eat. I don't need to have treats and snacks every day. Yes, I'm active, but I don't need to have a, a muffin. I don't need to, to do that. That That's where I kind of go down the rabbit hole. And when you look at, at something like a muffin, I mean, they're between three and 500 calories. That's 15%, 500, you know, 500 calories 
is actually 20% of a 2,000 calorie, a little bit more than 20% of a 2,000 calorie a day diet. So number one, I'm cutting out the crap I shouldn't eat. I'm trying to get back to being a good B student. Number two, I'm trying to sleep better because sleep is a key component of that. Yet there are two hormones that help control diet or help control how much you eat. Ghrelin, G-H-R-E, yeah, G-H-R-E-L-I-N, is a hormone that stimulates hunger. Leptin is a hormone that turns off your eating, your need to eat. The studies have shown that when you lack sleep, when you have less sleep, ghrelin levels are higher and leptin levels are lower, so it might be easier to overeat. Plus, your body might sense it. Your, your cortisol levels might tell you you need more energy, so you might tend to overeat. So sleeping is a big component of that. Not eating the crap I shouldn't eat is a big component of it. And the other thing I did is I'm going to do, I, I am going to do a post uh, coming up of my initial, I took a picture of when I got a scale. Number one, I bought a scale. I didn't own a scale. I never really wanted to pay too much attention to, uh, to my weight because I'm one of these people. If I start paying attention to the numbers, uh, I start paying attention to the numbers, right? I start fixating on it. But I got I to gotta walk the walk. You know, it's one thing, or, yeah, it's one thing to talk to talk. And, and yeah, I'm fit. Yeah, I'm active. And I just went and played an old boys rugby tournament. Yes, I ride my mountain bike two or three times a week. Yes, I still deadlift more than my body weight. And, and yes, I still consider myself strong. But the fact is, if, if I gain some extra weight and look like a chunky monkey, it doesn't matter what my fitness level is. It's the appearance. I'm, I'm well aware of that. So yeah, I'm getting, I'm getting a scale. I'm using a scale. It's one of the body fat scales. So I'm going to try to weigh myself three or four days a week and manipulate it. I'm getting back to, I'm trying to get back to a very consistent intermittent fasting schedule. Not necessarily intermittent fasting to for weight loss, but it's more of they're talking about those hormones, intermittent fasting has been shown to be very effective at regulating insulin, at regulating glucagon. Glucagon is a hormone that helps process carbohydrate. Insulin helps store carbohydrate in, into muscle cells. And if you develop insulin sense, yeah, if you develop um, insulin resistance, if you develop insulin resistance, that's pre-diabetic. That means your body is not going to use insulin as effectively. Your your cells don't have the same receptors to accept carbohydrate, and that's where blood sugar can get higher. So anyway, intermittent fasting, one benefit of intermittent fasting is it can help set hormone levels. The other reason why I do intermittent fasting is what I try to do is to talk about promoting exercise for slowing down the aging process. And there's some pretty good research, some pretty good studies on how intermittent fasting and caloric restriction can have that effect. It has to do with cellular stress, with mitochondria, autophagy, which is cell dying. So anyway, I'm, I'm getting back to having a stricter um, intermittent fasting schedule and being more consistent about that. So those are my action steps. Exercise, I'm not as concerned. What I'm starting to do more though is I had been on a strength and power phase for, for getting ready for my over 40 rugby tournament. Um, I kind of jacked up my wrist and my ribs at the tournament. I got drilled on a, I had a nice little carry, a nice little run. Um, got drilled right at the end of it. If it had been a, a regular rugby match, um, with uh, with a not that it wasn't a real referee, but he was running around the field carrying a beer. Anyway, it was more of a rugby festival. Dude hit me a little bit late, drilled me. I got my wind knocked out, and my ribs been sore ever since. And I don't think they're fractured or anything, but because they're a lot less sore now than they were when it happened uh, about two weeks ago. Um, so yeah, but it, it limited my ability to move much. I've been doing a lot of hiking the last two weeks. So up up, up in my exercise. Um, also, I jacked my wrist up. I've made a tackle and got my wrist bent back between the guy I was tackling and the ground. Um, so I haven't been able to hold a weight the last couple of weeks. But as I get back, as I heal from that, my plan is to do more circuit training. 
I had been on a strength and power phase where I was lifting heavy weights and doing explosive stuff to get ready for that rugby tournament. But now I'm going to shift gears and do more metabolic conditioning, more high, higher repetitions, lower, shorter rest periods, try to keep the energy expenditure up. I'll be blogging about this on PeteMcCallFitness.com. I'll be posting uh, some of my pre-weight. Um, I got the scale when I was weighing, I think, 218 pounds. I'm right now down at about 213 pounds, so I've cut five pounds in the last seven days, which is just, again, that's just getting rid of the crap, just getting the crap out of the diet. My goal is to get back down. Um, I go back to public speaking again. On that note, I'll be at the DCAC Fitness Conference. That's DCAC Fitness. If you're in the D.C., Washington, D.C. area, it'd be awesome to see you out there. It's a three-day fitness event. You can come by and check it out for a day. I'm doing a couple sessions on that Saturday. It's the first Saturday in August, and I think that's going to be the 6th. I think that's Saturday, August 7th, um, 2021. I'll be speaking at DCAC. Uh, so if, you, if you're in the area, it'd be great to see you there. If you listen to the podcast, if you, if you listen to stuff I do, I'll be talking about ages intensity. I'll be doing a couple other sessions, really working about exercise and aging. So now that I'll be going back to public speaking in person, because doing public speaking virtually from my living room, I, I shoot myself from the, about the chest up, so I don't need to worry about anything else. That's one of the reasons why I got it. You know, if I'm out public speaking, I, I am always very aware of my appearance on stage or my appearance in front of people, but doing stuff virtually from home, it's easy to kind of hide, hide that, right? So anyway, my first public speaking event's coming up in early August. I, my goal is to get back down by 200 pounds by then. That's about two and a half, three pounds per week from when I started, which is a very doable goal. And that's my recommendation. If you, want to, if you want to join me on this, if you want to shoot me an email, Pete at PeteMcCallFitness.com, join me on this journey, please do that. And keep in mind that you, your weight, no matter what your weight loss goal is, you, you might be like Vance and want to lose more than 200 pounds. That's awesome. My recommendation is you work focus on the first three to five pounds because you can't lose 100 without losing five. Work on five pounds at a time. That's my other mindset is I'm trying to lose about three pounds a week. If, and I know my weight's going to fluctuate. I'm, and I'm kind of doing that now with the scale, right? As I'm looking at, I'm weighing myself in the morning, I'm weighing myself in the evening, I'm weighing myself after I eat. And just because and I got a, got a scale, Bluetooth scale that does body fat. So I'm going to be recording that and I'll be blogging about that. Because I'm interested to see, like, what's the transient weight, you know, when depending on when the activity level is, depending on hydration, all that. I'm going to kind of geek out on it like I, I tend to do on these things. That's why I tend not to pay too much attention to it because once I start paying attention to the numbers, I can become a little bit too fixated on that. Anyway, I want to talk about the solutions, and I really do. I'm sincere in this. I want to invite you along the journey with me. If you're motivated by the conversation with Vance, if, if, you, if you think, wow, you know, I kind of got away or... Maybe I did gain the COVID-19 or, or whatever. I mean, that's exactly my case. If you want to get back on that journey, join me. And I'm not charging. I'm not doing this to charge money. I'm doing this because, like Vance said, I want to hold myself accountable by having people to do it with me. Shoot me an email, Pete, at PeteMcCallFitness.com. DM me, All About Fitness Podcasts on Instagram. That's All About Fitness Podcasts on Instagram. And let's share this journey together. Right, I mean that's that's one of the reasons why I do the podcast is I love this stuff. I love the science of fitness. I love exercise. I love how it makes me feel. I love the effects we get on it. And for the last year or so, I've been focusing on the anti-aging effects, and I really haven't been paid too much attention to managing healthy body weight. And getting up to 220 pounds is not a healthy body weight for me. I want to be back down below 200. Um, 
you know, that's I graduated college right around 200. I played competitive rugby right around 205. And so that's where I want to try to stay and, and sustain it. So once, uh, once my chunky belly, what my daughters call my squishy belly, once my squishy belly gets up to two, over 215, 220, I know I've gotten off track. Um, now, the other thing I'll say this, and I'll wrap up with this. I did, I did go to the doctors the day after I got back from uh, the, the rugby festival in Boston. And after we played, there really was a lot of barbecue. I, I, you may or may not know I don't drink, so that wasn't a factor. But, whoa, I, I think I ate my body weight in, uh, in smoked brisket and smoked ribs because there were a couple guys there from the club that had it there, and it was really uh, – it, it was uh, it was awesome. So obviously, I probably gained a couple pounds just on that Saturday alone. And like I say, clean up the diet, everything. I've already cut um, five or six pounds. So I'm about 25% of where I want to go. It's going to take a little bit of work, and I want to share the journey with you. So if you're still listening, by all means, please join me on that. Go to PeteMcCallFitness.com. Send me an email, Pete at PeteMcCallFitness.com. Follow me on Instagram, All About Fitness Podcast. Follow me on uh, follow me on Twitter, Pete MC underscore fitness. That's Pete MC underscore fitness. All that stuff will be down below in the show notes. And hey, this was a fabulous, fabulous conversation. I'm always motivated talking to Vance. And as always, thank you for stopping by. And I do look forward to having you join me for future episodes of All About Fitness.